this is the Become a Client Magnet podcast, and I'm your host, life and business coach, Whitney Barbary. Each episode, I'm going to show you how to become a client magnet so you can create clients and cash on repeat. We're going to dive into all things marketing and mindset so you can become the number one choice for your ideal client. And we're going to do it without using yucky marketing tactics and without basically having to become something that we're not. So let's dive into the episode. Hi, happy Valentine's Day, love bugs. It's Valentine's Day. If you're listening to this in real time, it is February 14th, 2022. So happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you for popping in to listen. I'm really, really pumped about what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, I could not wait to do an episode like this. I've done episodes like somewhat like this in the past. The winds were really big and monumental for me at the time, but they weren't, I wasn't sharing my six-figure wins and my six-figure learns. I have created um, $200,000 in my business. I hit the $200,000 mark. If you're following me on social media, you saw that I did a really fun post where I went and bought um, some balloons, like a two and a zero and a zero, and you should see the the blooper reel from my husband trying to take pictures of me with these balloons because they would not stay where I was trying to get them to stay. And one of the zeros kept turning sideways and I was like, oh my gosh. So he probably took 40 pictures and about two of them worked. But I did a really fun post on social media and it was such a celebration. And let me tell you what, um, I may be in the wrong business because I paid 30 three dollars and some change for three balloons they were ten dollars each and then you had to add tax and they were just those helium balloons I bought it at the we have a grocery store by our house and they have a floral department so like I said you could buy like numbers if it was someone's birthday right you could buy a a two and a one like for a 21st birthday I bought a two and a zero and a zero and they were ten dollars each and they were just silver like number balloons so uh, to this day, that's the most that I have ever spent on balloons. And I don't normally drink things while I'm talking unless it's coffee, but I had Subway for lunch and I had a BLT and I'm guessing the bacon and the cheese were both very salty, like high sodium because I have been so thirsty since I had lunch. Um, which I really don't ever eat Subway. I do not think that it's good. I think it's overpriced. I think it's terrible quality. I think the service is terrible, but that's a whole other podcast episode. But it was close and I needed lunch. So anyways, why don't we dive into the episode? So like I said, I have made $200,000 in my business total since starting my business four years ago. And if you guys, you guys know my journey, my first year of business, I made $3,000. Well, I should say you know my journey if you've been around. I'm very open about it. I always talk about the money and the success and the highs and the lows and the failures and what it took to get here. And I'm always raw and real and I'm never going to apologize for that. Some people get very triggered um, that I dare to talk about the money, but I'm never going to stop talking about the money and I'm never going to stop talking about the success and the truth behind being successful. Um, my first year in business, I made $3,000. And then my second year in business, I made $13,000. And my third year in business was 2020. That year I made, it was right around $33,500. And then in 2021, I cashed in $110,000. So I've made $200,000 total in four years of business, but I made 110,000 of it just in 2021 alone. I went from a $33,000 year to $110,000 year. That is amazing. And I am so dang proud of myself. And I have no problem saying that. I am so proud of myself. I worked my butt off. I worked my butt off. And I don't mean necessarily in a hustle and grind way, although that was part of my story. And I do talk about that some, but I showed up and I did the work, whether it was mindset work, whether it was taking actions, I did the work and there was a lot of blood and sweat and tears, but there was a lot of joy and a lot of love and just a lot of um, abundance and 
just being darn proud of myself and my grit and my willingness to not quit and to keep going, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it was painful. And that's all part of my story. I mean, I wasn't an overnight success. I, I am for sure, for sure, for sure, a slow burn. Okay. I'm, we'll get into that in a minute, but, um, I want to talk about the lessons and everything that I learned creating that first $110,000 a year, being somebody that can create six figures in a 12-month period. But first, I want to shout out my client, Kate, who came to me. And then within a matter of weeks, she came to me with no clients, like no money coming into the business. And then within a matter of weeks, she cleared $3,000. I believe it was in one week or yeah. Um, and her and I did a podcast episode together. You can listen to it if you go down to the earlier episodes. And then I want to shout out my client, Michaela, because she messaged me the other day to tell me that she had three consultations. She had another coach that's already hired her to work with her. And then she had three consultations. And then she had two more women that had reached out. Um, wanting consultations to work with her. And she didn't have any of that when she came to work with me, right? Um, And she just said, I'm just so thankful that I found you because she's learned to just show up, own her expertise, show up as the expert and be herself. And she's getting clients basically by being herself. And that is my jam is to help my clients unlock that. And we did the same thing with Kate. I helped Kate really hone in on what sets her apart in her industry and allows her to not be a commodity because I don't ever want any of my clients to be a commodity sets her apart from everyone else in her industry. And when we got that dialed in guys, she was signing clients left and right. It is absolutely crazy. Even her husband was like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. So fun. So shout out to Kate, shout out to Michaela and Let's dive into this episode. Are you ready? Let's all take a deep breath because I've got 11 of these and we might be here for a while. Okay. The first thing that I learned from my $110,000 a year, I actually didn't learn it. It's about the beginning of the year, but I didn't learn it in the beginning of the year. It took me later in the year to realize it. But the first note that I took today when when I was writing these out was that the beginning of the year is important. Now, what I don't want, because I have clients that the first couple days of February were already shaming themselves for not being farther along than they are. And I said, no, absolutely not. Because they were like, oh my gosh, we're already four weeks into the, four or five weeks into the year and I haven't done X, Y, and Z and my whole year is ruined. And I'm like, no, But hear what I'm saying. That's a whole nother podcast episode. But when I say the beginning of the year is important, this is what I mean. You guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I did a podcast episode weeks ago, like back in December, I think, where I talk about not slowing down during the holidays. I see so many coaches that right after Halloween, right around the beginning to middle of October, they start scaling back from their businesses a little bit. And they tell themselves that they're going to pull back because it's the holidays and then they're going to pick back up at the beginning of the year. I'm not going to go into all that if you want to know why I don't think that's a good idea, why you shouldn't do that, what you should do instead. Go back to listen to the episode. I think it's literally called "Don't Why You Don't Slow Down During the Holidays. But here's what I realized. <clears throat> I did slow down. So in 20. 2020, I guess it would have been, I did slow down around the holidays. I don't know that it was ever intentionally, but I think I kind of laid off the gas. And then when 2021 started, I had a really slow start. I didn't have anything planned. I didn't really know exactly what I was doing. I guess I had just thought that maybe I would have, I would wait till the beginning of the year to kind of try to figure out what my plan was for the year. So I waited till 2021 was already here to kind of figure out what I was doing um, in 2021. But here's what happens. That means that like in January, February, I'm now trying to figure out what I want my year to look like, but I put myself behind by not already having that plan in place at the end of the year before. And so I believe 
when I looked at my PayPal um, statistics from last year, my analytics, I think in January, I still made like uh, 6,800, I think. And then in February, I still think I made about 6,000. So I had two good months, in, relatively speaking, right? Because I think the year before that, I'd made like seven $700 in January. And then, you know, but what I realized was I felt a lot of really hustly energy of having to really get things going because I had waited until 2021 was already here to kind of build out my plan for 2021. And you shouldn't, we should definitely not be doing that. We should be building our plan out the year before. So when I say the beginning of the year is important, I don't want you to use that as a way to beat yourself up. Those of you overachievers that are looking at your year and going, oh my gosh, we're already halfway into February and I don't have a plan for the year and I didn't do anything I said I was going to do yet and I haven't made a bazillion dollars already and so 2022 is ruined. No, but just knowing that when we close in on 2022, which feels so far off, but when we close in on 2022, you want to remember not to slow down in October, November, December, and you really want to get prepared for 2023, which sounds so crazy to say 2023. But just know that because now I know how important that is over four years of being in business and seeing how I never have really prepared myself up until this last year, right? I did this 2020 to going into 2021. And so at the end of 2021, I knew better and I prepared myself for 2022. And really even looking back now over December and November and December, I could have been more prepared. I could have planned ahead, but just know that as we close out this year, I will definitely have something scheduled probably for December, um, early December so that we can, we can all start planning your, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so thirsty. Um, we can start planning your 2023. Okay. Number two. Oh, I hope this sets some... Some of you, this is going to make you break out in hives. Some of you, this should set you free. <clears throat> the number two thing that I learned from making $110,000 in one year. Actually, let's just say the number two thing that I learned from making $200,000 because this has been a consistent lesson every year. When you are an entrepreneur, consistency in income does not exist. It is not a real thing. I have, and I used to want to get coaching on this, but I have clients that come to me and they want coaching on their mental and emotional freak out because their income is not consistent. And I'm like, you're an entrepreneur, it's never going to be consistent. Consistent income does not exist for us. And the biggest lesson I learned in this, I had to work through so much, was so in 2020, I had my first five-figure month. I made $10,000. And then that was in September of 2020. And then basically for October, November, and December, I made anywhere from like seven, like five to seven thousand dollars all those months after. So September was ten thousand dollars, and then October, November, December of 2020, I made anywhere from five to like seven thousand dollars all those other months. So then 2021 rolls around, like I said, and I think I made like 6,800 in January and maybe around like five or I'm yeah, five or six thousand in February. I don't really remember what I made in March. It probably would have been around five, six thousand. And then in April, I made $17,000 in one month in April of 2021. And in May, I made about $5,000 and I didn't sign a single new client in May. I don't even think I had any consultations in May. Now, some of you are going, oh, you poor thing, you made $5,000 in a month. But hear what I'm saying. I had just like five or five months before that, I had started hitting five-figure months. So September, I made like $10,000. And then I was used to making somewhere between five, seven, eight thousand $8,000. And then I have this $17,000 month in April. 
I sign a whole bunch of clients. I have a bunch of clients that paid me in full. I had a bunch of clients that renewed. I make all this money. I actually, in April, had made, I think it was $10,000 in a week. I actually made $10,000 the first week of April. And then I made $7,000 the rest of the like month. So it came out to $17,000. And then in May, I didn't have any consultations and I didn't sign any new clients. And I made like $5,000. I mean, that's basic, that's not even half, right? That's like a third of what I had made in April. And my brain had a total meltdown about it. And I went into this spiral of, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep this up. This emotional, it was, it's an emotional roller coaster. Like those of you, like, like if we're being honest, those of you that have made money in your business and then one month you don't make any, and then another month you don't make any. And when I say you don't make any, you either literally don't make any money or you make a fraction of what you've made other months. It is an emotional roller coaster. Am I right? I mean, if you want to feel, listen, I always say this to my clients, entrepreneurship is the therapy that you didn't know you were signing up for. You want to figure out what's under the surface, start a business. (laughs) All your stuff is going to come to the surface, all of it. So I had this total freak out and I spent months after that just thinking this income is not consistent and I don't know if I can do this because I don't ever know what I'm going to be making. And I thought there was like some secret out there to getting to consistent months, right? Like you hear talk, people talk about, oh, I have consistent 10K months. I have consistent 5K months. I have consistent 20K months. Here's what I figured out is going on. Many of them have a baseline that is their consistency. So this was like the caveat to all this. There is a baseline to the consistency, okay? This is what I mean. If I know that in order to cover, let's just like give an example. If I know that in order to cover all of my expenses, all like for me and my husband and my family and cover all my business expenses, let's just say I know I need to, and this is just an example, I need to make $5,000 a month. Okay, we think in our heads that we need to have $5,000 months consistently and they always need to be right at $5,000 or something has gone wrong. And it's like, no, you can have a baseline where you say, I know that in order to cover all my bills, I would need to be making at least $5,000 a month. Okay, great. But you don't want to cap yourself there. You just know that even know like in your head that even on a bad month, you need to be making $5,000 a month. So one month you may make 8,000. One month you may make 9,000. And then maybe a month later, you only make 5,000. But if you're budgeting properly, you have money to cover it. And I'll tell you, I met with my accountant. I'm a hired a new accountant this year. Hollered Earl. And so Earl was kind of asking me like, you know, we're switching me over from an LLC to an S Corp. And he was kind of asking me like, you know, how much do you want to pay yourself out every month? And when I was asking him what he thought, you know, we were just throwing around different numbers. And then he had said, you know, you just decide what you want to pay yourself out. And then basically anything that's left over just stays in your business account. So if there is a month that I make a little less than I'm used to, I have the cushion there to pay myself. Or if something comes up in the business, I have the cushion to invest in the coach or cover the expense or Whatever, whatever it is I want to do with the money. And here's what I realized. I was, because here's what was happening. I would have these really high months. And then if, because in April I made $17,000. And then in May, when I only quote unquote made $5,000, I thought something was wrong with me. I thought I'm not good at this. I can't do this. I don't know how to make consistent income. I thought there was something wrong because I didn't have another $17,000 month. And it took me a couple months to realize, no, this is entrepreneurship. This is how it goes. Your months will be up and down, but you can build your business to a place where even on your lower months, you're still making more than enough money to cover all of the things, right? You know, as somebody that was a bartender and on my best years, I was still probably only making about 
$2,400 a month on my best, in my best years, right? In my best months, have a, to have a business that makes $5,000 a month, that's really good. So even if I have a $17,000 month and then the next month I make 5,000, it was just me realizing that you can have baselines of what you want to make, but you're never going to have a business where you make the exact same dollar amount every month. And if I'm going to look at my business and say, well, one month I made 17,000 and the next month I made 5,000 and that means my business is going down the drain, I was convinced that my business was going backwards. Like that's what I was telling myself. I was telling myself that, oh my God, your business is going backwards. So in September of 2020, when I had my first $10,000 month and then the next month was only like 8,000, I thought my business was going backwards. And then when the month after that, my I think my income was like 6,000, I was like, oh my God, my business is going backwards. What am I gonna do? But no, especially when you're in a service-based business, here's what's gonna happen. You can only, until you've created your scalable offer, you can only um, bring on so many clients at a time. So what happened was in September, I signed a bunch of clients at one time. I went from like three one-on-one clients to, um, I think it was uh, uh, 10, maybe like 10 or 11 one-on-one clients. So my client roster grew by seven or eight clients in a month. So at that point I was at like 10 or 11 one-on-one clients. I couldn't take any more clients. So of course my income went down a little bit in the months following because in the months following the money that I was bringing into the business was just off of client like clients that were on payment plans. And then what happened in April was a lot of those clients their 6 months Around that time, around March, April, a lot of my clients, their six months with me was coming to an end and then some of them renewed and then some of them didn't, but then I signed a new client. So then I had another huge influx of income. That's just how this business works, especially if you're a service-based provider. And most of you that listen to this podcast, you are early on in your entrepreneurial journey. So you have not created your scalable offer. You're just now, you're just creating your basic signature offer, and it's not scalable, meaning you can only take so many clients into it. And scalable offers come later. Please do not be like, oh my gosh, this means I have to go create my scalable offer. Reel it back in. So just know that that's how it's going to be. And when that does happen, it doesn't even mean you're in feast or famine, because that's a term we like to throw around a lot. I'm guilty. It doesn't mean you're in feast or famine. It just means that you had some high months where you signed a lot of clients and then you have some months where you're serving those clients and you will it will appear that there's a dip in income but then another big month is coming so there's that now speaking of consistency and in income does not exist which was the second lesson i learned here's another huge lesson i learned consistency in clients or consultations is determined by how consistently you're in good belief I'm going to give you a second to let that sink in. Say it again. Consistency in signing clients and getting consultations is always going to be determined by how consistently you are in good belief. So what I mean by that is my clients will come to me and they will say things like, well, I posted three times every single day for the last week and I didn't get a consultation and I don't understand why. And when we dig into it, they've been in terrible belief. They've been thinking their business isn't working. They've been um, believing that it's going down the drain. They're putting out posts and then when no one engages, they're telling themselves that they don't know how to write copy, that um, nobody wants what they have to offer, that this is never going to work, that this is too hard. They're telling themselves all of these things And then they're trying to create messaging and content that's going to be magnetic for their clients, but they're doing it from a place of poor, poor, poor belief. But then here's what they'll do. We'll coach on it and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're right. I've been in terrible belief. And so the day we coach on it, they'll be feeling really good. And then they'll go out and they'll put out a post and then they'll message me later and be like, well, today I believed. I really believed today. I was like in good belief and I made a post and I did not get a client. And it's like, you don't get a client because you were in belief for five minutes. That's not how this works. 
Business is not a gumball machine. You don't put in a quarter and get a gumball out. It's more like a slot machine, a penny slot machine. You're going to keep putting pennies in and you're going to have to put in like 75 pennies and pull that dang lever 75 times before you win $3. Business is not a gumball machine. I don't know where, where along the way that we thought starting an online business was going to be like a gumball machine where it's like every time I put a quarter in, I should get a gumball out. No, it's literally like a slot machine. You're going to have to put in a penny, pull the lever. Put in a penny, pull the lever. Penny, lever, penny, lever, penny, lever. And then maybe 17 pennies and levers in, you get 50 cents back. And then you got to do it again. So here's, here's what I'm trying to say. You showing up consistently every day, not believing that clients are coming, believing that nobody cares what you have to offer, believing that the algorithms hate you, believing that you're never going to sign a client, You doing that day after day after day, and then one day you wake up and you're in semi-decent belief, you guys put out a post that day and you think it overrides all the other days that you weren't in good belief. No, the consistency in signing clients and getting consults will be equivalent to how consistently you're in belief. So we need to get you in belief more and more and more so that you're posting from belief more and more and more. That is something that I learned not only for myself, I learned it working with my clients. Now, the really good news about this is the number four thing that I learned from making $110,000 a year or even $200,000 total. You can make a lot of money even when your brain is only half on board. I really want you to hear me on that. You can make a lot of money even when your brain is only half managed. Now, you guys are probably thinking, yeah, but like two seconds ago, you said we had to be in good belief. No, check what I'm saying. The consistency in signing clients is determined by how consistently you're in belief. So if your belief is only 10%, you still can sign clients at a level 10%. It's not going to be very many. You're not going to get many consults and clients, but you can get 10. You're basically what I'm saying is your input will equal your output. So if you get your brain to believing 50%, like 50% of your brain believes you can do this. 50% of your brain believes you can sign clients. 50% of your brain is on board with all of this and it's in belief. You're going to sign clients like 50% of the time which is really good. You can still make a lot of money. That's how one year I made $3,000. I mean, I probably wasn't in 50% belief then, right? The year I made $3,000, I was probably like in 10% belief. And then the next year I made $13,000. So my, my income did not jump that much from the next year. It didn't go up much. So I was probably like in 25% belief. But then that third year, I went from a $13,000 a year to making $33,000. So my belief had probably jumped up to like 40%, 40, 45%. And then last year, I went from a $33,000 year to $110,000. So my belief probably went up to like 60 or 70% because I'm going to tell you something. You really can make a lot of money even when your brain is only half managed. And let me tell you, <clears throat> I spent about, let's see, January, February, March, April, May. I probably spent five months of last year completely unclear on what I was doing. I had no idea if I had the right niche. I had no idea if I had the right offer. I didn't even think I could help my clients. I felt like there was quite a few clients I had that just weren't, I just didn't know how to coach them. It was either they were uncoachable or I just wasn't a good coach. I don't know what it was, but I I felt there was a disconnect and I didn't know what it was. And I was honestly so tired mentally and emotionally. I just didn't even know if I'd be able to figure it out or if I even wanted to. I, I was in a mastermind from January to August of last year. And you can ask my brothers and sisters in my mastermind family. They will tell you I whined and whined and whined about feeling like my business wasn't working, having no idea what I was doing, not having clarity on my niche, not having clarity on my ideal client. Like I was whining about all of the things, believing that my audience didn't have money, Um, getting really upset when my clients were on payment plans, when their payments would fail. Like I 
you want to talk about jumping into a lake of poo. I had jumped into a lake of poo and I was like doing a nosedive to the bottom and I didn't even want to be rescued. I was whining, complaining. I spent most of last year believing that my business wasn't working. And when I tell people that I made $110,000 last year on accident, I mean that literally. At the beginning of 2021, I did not know how much money I wanted to make. But, but when you go from a $3,000 year to $13,000 or $33,000, I was not thinking I was going to make $110,000. I actually, at that time, at the beginning of 2021, I was having such a hard time even setting goals because I was terrified I was not going to hit them. So I did not sit down and try to project what I thought I was going to make. But if you would have asked me, I probably would have guessed like, you know, if I'm lucky, I'll make $50,000. Like if I really just pull it out of my butt, I'll make $50,000. But probably what I'll make is forty. Okay, I was thinking maybe I can repeat almost like what I did last year, but a little more. And I made six figures without a goal. I wasn't even aiming for six figures. My brain wasn't even in belief half the time. And I was convinced that my business was going down the drain. And I spent the first five months of the year with zero clarity around my business. You, I mean, my friends that had to coach me will tell you, I had a zero clarity for months. And I was being such a victim about it. So if I can make $110,000... And, and spent a good five months out of the year completely unclear on what I was doing. And then I spent the rest of the year. So then I spent the other seven months out of the year from like May to December burning my business down. And any of my clients, anyone that's been in my world for any amount of time will tell you, I legit was like telling them that I was burning my business down. I was just like burning it all down <laughs> to the ground and starting over. So you can still make a lot of money even when you're in a big pile of poo even when your brain is only half on board and even when you're not in belief half the time. Okay. What I may need to do is do like an entire podcast episode on every one of these bullet points. So the fifth thing that I learned um, from making, really even from making the whole $200,000, you don't need a quote unquote high ticket offer to make six figures. I actually had someone, um, she was, uh, I was talking to a woman in my DMs today and she actually was kind of asking me like, okay, but like really what's the secret? Because there's no way that you made six figures selling a $2,000 product because you all know the courageous heartpreneur is $1,997, $1,997. It's lifetime access. Um, but that's just my current offer. That's the only offer I have. And she was like, there's no way you made six figures off that. And I was like, well, Here's what's interesting. I never really thought about it until you said that. Um, In 2021, I did make $110,000. And the most expensive package I had was my mastermind, which was $4,000. And I didn't even raise my price to $4,000 until about halfway through the year. And the program that I was selling at the beginning of the year was $997. So it was $1,000. And then the first time I launched my mastermind... It was $2,400 pay in full or $3,000 if you made payments. So what it came out to. And so I was like, I made $110,000 and I didn't have anything. I didn't have any offers over $4,000. And um, I only started charging that like later on in the year. So yeah, I did make $110,000 off a product that was $997 and another product that was between 2400 and 3000 depending on if they did payment plans or not. So yeah, you you can. And if you think about it, what if I had only had a $2000 product all of 2021? I just would have needed to find 50 clients to put into my program. Which it which that's a lot, but it's not completely undoable. So here's the thing. All of you that think you can't make decent money because you don't have a quote unquote high ticket offer, you don't have like a 
$10,000 or $15,000 package. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even like the term high ticket. I'm just ready to get, I don't use high ticket in my coaching. Like I don't, it, with my clients, we don't talk about having high ticket offers. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of times high ticket offers is an ego thing. And it, you know, people talk about oh wanting to sign high ticket clients or have high ticket sales or have a high ticket offer. To me, I think it puts a dollar sign on your client and that you're looking at your client as your ticket, as a high ticket. I don't look at people that way. They're my humans. They're the people God's called me to serve. I don't refer to them as high ticket clients or whatever. So what I'm saying is you don't have to be charging $5,000, $8,000, $20,000 to make money in your business. Um, There is a coaching program that I'm in and my coach was interviewing sorry I thought I was going to sneeze my coach was interviewing one of the other students this woman is a farmer she sells business slash life coaching to other farmers her package is two thousand dollars and she made three hundred thousand dollars last year so yes you can make a lot of money And then for those of you going, oh my God, well, I'm not even charging $2,000. So what? You can make a lot of money off of a $500 offer and a $1,000 offer. And it doesn't mean that that's the price you're going to be at forever. It just means it's where you are right now. You need to learn how to sell the package you have now, and then you can raise your prices later. And if you want someone that has the wisdom and guidance and experience, if we're being honest, to give you, because I've learned it through the School of Hard Knocks, on what to charge and then when to raise your prices, get inside Courageous Heartpreneur. When you sign up, you will get instant access to, um, there's a workshop in there, Creating Your Delicious Offers Workshop. It is a three-part workshop. There's three different videos. Each video comes with a worksheet. And by the time you complete all three of those and all three worksheets, you'll have your delicious offer and you'll know exactly what to charge. And you'll feel so good about your price. You're going to go out there. You're going to start making money. And then you and I can coach when we think it's getting close to time for you to change your prices because you don't want to change them too soon. You don't want to change them before you you're ready, but you also don't want to under earn. So shameless plug, because I don't have any shame. You, if you're not in courageous heartpreneur, you need to get in there because also, I don't know if you know this, but I have two bonuses for February. One bonus is an offer audit where you're actually going to get to submit your, see, I don't do any one-on-one coaching in courageous heartpreneur. We have multiple calls a week, but we do them as a group. You're actually going to submit your offer to me And I'm personally, personally going to sit down with your offer myself, not with you, but with your offer. I'm going to go over it and then I'm going to give you any tweaks that I think you need to make to make it absolutely delicious that it's, it'll be so delicious. Your audience will feel stupid, not taking you up on it. Okay. That's bonus. Number one, it's only available in February. And then bonus number two is that I'm going to be teaching my six figure masterclass workshop where I'm going to teach you the same strategies that I've used, where I have used free masterclasses to create a multiple six-figure business. I'm going to teach you exactly how I did that. You're going to have my process to repeat your own business. I'm offering both those. They're only for February. Get your butt in Courageous Heartpreneur. Um, The link, there's a Google Doc with all the information. You can find it in the show notes. All right. The sixth lesson I learned Overnight successes don't exist, and the ones that do either aren't telling the whole story or they're going to end up blowing their business up. What do I mean by that? Listen, people do not go from a business with zero dollars to all of the sudden their first year in business, they just make six figures and they're some kind of freaking unicorn. There's more to the story than that. They're just not telling you what that is. And I'm not even saying that they're trying to hide it. They're just not sharing the full story. Now, there are some, I guess we'll call them special unicorns that do blow up overnight. It doesn't happen very often that they blew up and there's no backstory. The problem is a lot of them don't have the support And haven't done enough work on their own mindset to be able to sustain it. So they're going to get a lot of success. And then because they don't have the mindset to sustain it, they're going to burn their business to the ground. So either way, it's not good. 
you need to be willing to be in this for the long game and you have to be okay with being a slow burn. It's okay. So then this goes into number seven. You have to trust your gut and you have to be willing to have your own back. One thing I learned in 2021 was that I have to listen to myself and I have to be willing to listen to the voice inside of me. I know things. I'm 37 years old. I have some life experiences. I know some things. I have now been in business for four years. I have wisdom. I have knowledge and I have my intuition, right? And some Christians get weirded out by that because they're like, it's not our voice, it's God's. Yes, I understand that. Listen, if you're here, you're probably a Christian and we're just going to all, it's just going to be understood that we all listen to God, okay? So when I say listen to your gut, what I'm saying is you have to believe that you can hear from God for yourself and that the Holy Spirit is your gut. He is your tuition. He is giving you discernment. Listen to your own voice. Stop waiting for everybody else to validate what you already know you need to say or do or not say, or not do. So many of us think we can only do whatever it is if somebody else validates it, or if somebody else says it's a good idea, or if somebody else um, co-signs it, or if somebody else says they'll think it would work, or we have to see evidence. Make, trust your gut, make a decision, and then be willing to have your own back whether that decision plays out the way you want it to or not. Even if it doesn't go the way that you projected, you have to be willing to have your own back and say, I still don't regret making that decision. So many of us are afraid to trust our own gut because we're afraid if it doesn't work out, we're going to be so upset and embarrassed and we're going to get really down on ourselves. No, you have to have your own back and then be willing if it doesn't play out the way you want to say, well, I tried. Well, I still support my decision. I did the best I could with what I had at the time. You have to, two of the things that I teach my clients is listen to your gut and you need to have your own back all day, every day. Number eight, here's what I, here's what I know to be true. And I will preach this to the cows come home. This support and community is everything. I would not be sitting on a multiple six-figure business if I had not had support and community the entire way. I have never been without a coach. I have always had a coach. I had a coach before I even knew I wanted to be a coach, and I will never be without one. You have to have someone in your corner that can see your crap, that can call you on it, that can see your potential, that sees you as your future self and will hold you to that future version of yourself even when you're tired or even when you just don't feel like it or even when you're confused or even when you're not believing in yourself. And you also need someone that's already walked the path ahead of you and can help you get to where they are in half the time. I will never stop paying for coaching and I will always pay good money for coaching. I'm telling you, support and community is everything. Make sure you have a coach. Make sure you're in community or something you need support. Listen, but listen to this. From people that understand your journey, it is great to have your husband support you. It is great to have your mom support you. It is great to have your best friend at church that supports you. But you also need to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs that are on the same journey as you that get it. You need to be in community with people that understand what you're going through. Okay? Now, again, I could do a whole podcast on that, but... I've had you guys on here for quite a while. We're going to keep it moving. Number nine, I want you all to hear me on this. Here's one lesson I learned. It ain't better over here. (laughs) All of my clients think when I hit my first $5,000 month, when I hit my first $10,000 month, when I make six figures, when I have 10 one-on-one clients, I'll never have money drama. I'll never have mindset drama. I'll always feel like it's working. I'll always believe in my business. I'll believe in myself. Listen, it ain't better over here. The mind drama does not go away over here. The money drama does not go away over here. The pressure does not go away over here. 
the anxiety does not go away over here. Like what I'm trying to say is the money and the clients does not make it go away. The success does not make it go away. You want to learn to manage your mind in the place that you're in right now. Because if not, it's just going to be amplified when the success does come. I freaked out more in my business when I had my first $10,000 month than I ever did when I was struggling. Because when I was struggling, if I fell, it was a much shorter fall. When I was only making $700 a month, that's a much shorter fall. When you have a $10,000 month and you don't know how to sustain that, There's a much, much, much higher fall when you've made $10,000 and now you feel pressure to keep that up every month. When you make $17,000 and now you feel pressure to keep that up every month. You know, I made $25,000 in December of 2021. And um, I will admit that this January, it didn't happen as bad. So I can tell that I am doing better coaching myself around it. But I made $25,000 in December of 2021. So not even like, what, two, two and a half months ago? <clears throat> and then in January, I was really panicking because I started to notice like, okay, I'm, I'm not signing as many clients into the program um, in January, which I wasn't focusing so much on selling in January. I was really focusing more on delivering to those clients that I signed in December into Courageous Heartpreneur. And so I remember at one point thinking, I don't even want to look at my numbers because I thought to myself, I think I'll be lucky if I make $4,000 this month. And that did create a little bit of drama to me. And um, so I was kind of avoiding checking my numbers. And then what's funny is I think it was like the very last couple days of January, I finally checked my bank account and I was going to clear like almost $10,000 or something for the month of January. It was like 9,500 or something. And I was like, oh, how funny is that? And again, it just kind of proved to me, like, you really can make money when your brain is only half on board. But here's what I also noticed. While those feelings of kind of the doom of, oh, no, like, I've done it again, where I have this really huge month, um, I make $25,000, and then I couldn't keep it up the second month. It did come up, but it did not feel nearly as heavy. And I don't know the word I'm looking for. It didn't feel as heavy and doomsday. Um, I can't think of a better word, but it was like this doomsday feeling when I had that seven, I had that $10,000 a month and I didn't know how to sustain it. And then a little bit later I had a $17,000 month. And then I was convinced my business was going down the drain. This time I kind of felt the panic rise up and there was that little bit of anxiety of like, Oh my God, like if I don't do this again in January, then is that going to mean my business isn't sustainable? It did come up, but because I spent so much time having to coach myself on it and at the end of 2020 and all 2021, I handled it so much better and I was able to snap myself out of it so much quicker. And we are, what, it's February 14th. I haven't looked at my actual cash read. And when I say I made $25,000 in December, I don't mean I sold $25,000 in coaching. I probably sold about $35,000 worth of coaching, but I collected $25,000 of it. Um, We're two weeks into February. I just did a big push for courageous heartpreneur this last week. And um, I signed 10 clients into the program. And if you're thinking 10 clients at $2,000 each, well, that's $20,000 in coaching sold. I'm not sure how much of that I've actually collected. I'd have to look at the numbers. I really don't remember. It's been a whirlwind couple days, but um, because I enrolled 10 clients in the last four or five days. I'd say... I've probably collected maybe 10,000 already for this month and I've sold 20,000 in coaching. I got out of it much faster. Here's what I'm trying to say. When I had that $25,000 month in December and then in January when I realized I was not going to have another $25,000 month and I started to feel a little panicky. I was able to coach myself out of it so much faster. That's how I was able to clear my mind, manage my mind and come from a really clean, empowered space when I led my free masterclass. And that's why I know I signed, my goal was to sign 10 clients and I signed 10 clients easily in a matter of a couple days. 
I mean, God did tell me that there would be 10, but I believed. Just because God said it doesn't mean it's going to happen no matter what. I do fully believe that sometimes we can sabotage that. Like I could have gotten my own way. And I almost did. There was a point where I had to do some journaling on myself because I didn't feel like the launch was going the way I wanted. And I kind of started to spin out about it. But I've noticed that I'm able, for the most part, to get myself out of things so much faster. So when I say to you, the number nine thing that I learned is it ain't better over here. My clients think that they don't really need to work on their on their mindset in certain areas now. They think that what's going to clear it up for them is, oh, if I make more money, then I won't have these thoughts anymore. Oh, if I were to just sign five clients this month, I wouldn't feel this way anymore. Oh, when I make, when I'm having $10,000 months, I'll always be confident about my business. No, no, you're just going to panic times 10,000. You're going to feel the pressure times 10,000. It's just going to be amplified by the success. And then I have two more. Okay, I'm going to try to wrap these up for you. Number 10, your success will start to make people uncomfortable. Not everyone's going to get to come with you to every level of business. This is something I really had to learn. When I started having really big success, when I had that like $17,000 month that I'm talking about all the things, I had some clients that were really triggered by the success that I was having. And instead of using it to inspire and encourage themselves, they were using it to make me the villain. And, um, you know, I don't want to be dishonoring, but I will just say that I had a client that basically told me that I had become very money focused and that she was sick of always like me always talking about money. And she would like reply, like I would send emails out to my list and she would reply to the emails that I'd sent out to my list and be like, do we always have to talk about money? Does it always have to be about money? Isn't there a coach out there that can talk about something besides money? And um, wow, like all of your emails make me feel like, crap about myself and guess I'm not your ideal client anymore. And she would just say all these things. Um, And eventually I had to let her go. And there were other clients that I didn't have to let them go, but there were some clients that when their packages came up, they moved on to do other things and maybe they hired other coaches. Some of them may have just went off to try it on their own for a little bit. You know, we don't own our clients, right? Sometimes they leave, but you know, and it wasn't that all my clients moved on because they were uncomfortable. Some of them, their season with me was just done. But what I realized was there were some clients that were becoming very triggered by my success. And there were followers, not not even just clients. I had followers that were becoming very triggered by my success. And there were even people that I knew in real life that were becoming triggered by my success. And it was making them uncomfortable. And they were finding little ways to kind of attack me, make, you know, say passive aggressive things to me or about me. Um, try to project their own stuff on me. And and I did have a season where I just realized that some parts of my business and some people that had been a part of my business just weren't going to get to come to the next level. And I had two choices. I could water myself down. I could dim my light. I could play small to keep them comfortable. Or I could shine my light and I could be fully expressed in the world and I could be my full flavored self and I could continue to grow to the heights that God had for me. And I chose option number two. And that meant that not everybody got to come with me. And it is sad. And it is okay to grieve that. It's okay to grieve that. And it's also okay to still move to the next level. It doesn't make you a bad person. And that is something that I had to learn to navigate of how do I continue going to the next level and also still allow space for myself to grieve the parts and the people of my business that I do have to leave behind. And that is for sure something that we will work on. Um, those of you that have been listening, you know Courageous Heartpreneur is the program I'm selling right now. And then in the summer, I will be launching a higher level mastermind and it will only be for students inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. You have to have been a student of Courageous Heartpreneur because you have to learn the foundational things I teach in there. And then you will get to um, have the ability to apply for the higher level mastermind And then that mastermind, we will work on things um, like moving to the next level of business, what needs to stay behind, how do you navigate like allowing space to grieve that, but also keep growing and not put a ceiling on yourself. Those are things we'll be working on in that higher level mastermind. 
But again, I've had people ask me about the higher level mastermind as if they're going to wait and just join that. And I'm like, no, you have to come in Courageous Heartpreneur. You have to get coaching in there. You have to learn my, my systems and my processes and my tools and the mindset. You have to have that foundational stuff or you can't come into the mastermind because I'm just going to be teaching you advanced processes and techniques and there's advanced mindset coaching that will go down in there so please 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 do not think that you're just going to wait and then join that you have to be a courageous heartpreneur first you will learn to make money there if you haven't made money you'll learn to make money if you have made money you'll learn to make more money and make it more consistently i promise okay the very last thing that i learned you all are going to love this I've been preaching this forever and I proved it to be true for myself. You don't need a website or a sales page or a fancy name for your program or very expensive branding photos or branding colors or a logo to make money. Listen to what I did. In December, I had a $25,000 month and I was basically selling a concept. Like I would get on these calls with them and be like, this is the program that I'm launching this is like this was like starting Black Friday. I'd be like, this is the program I'm launching. I do not have the online portal yet. I have not recorded a single single video. I don't have a single worksheet to give you. The only thing I can tell you is that we'll do a couple group calls in December, but you're gonna get to be with me for at the time I was selling it a six-month program. You're gonna learn to create clients and cash consistently. You're gonna learn to be a client magnet. This is what I can promise you. And I knew that I would deliver on that. I said the program will be available January 1st, but in December, we'll just do a couple group calls. Here's what's crazy. I sold 25, actually, I sold about $35,000 worth of coaching. I collected 25,000 of it. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a sales page. I didn't have a landing page. I didn't even have a name for my program. I was just calling it my inner circle because I didn't know what else to call it. Okay, I didn't have business cards. I didn't have fancy branding photos that I was using. I didn't have a copywriter. I didn't have any of those things. I just knew that what I was going to be creating was gold. And I was telling everyone that would listen, it was going to be gold and you want to get in now. And people bought. I had new clients coming to me. And then I had old clients that hadn't been working with me that came back to me and were like, oh my God, tell me everything you're doing. I need in. They were in, new and old without a website, without a sales page, without a fancy name for my program. It was like a concept that I was, I was like, this is the concept. This is the result you're going to get. Are you in? Do you want to know why they bought? They bought because I believed what I was going to be delivering was gold. And I believed in myself and I believed in them. I believed in my ability to get them results. And I believed in their ability to show up and get results. And they were in. They were in. So all those things you're telling yourself you need, you don't. It's belief. You need to believe. And there's three pillars of belief. We work on them inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. Those three pillars of belief are what is going to get you the results you're looking for, which is becoming a client magnet and creating clients and cash on repeat. Here's how I know it to be true. I did not drop any video modules in my program until January. The clients that joined me in December started having results in December. They started signing clients in December. They started getting consults in December. They started getting more engagement than they ever had in December. And I hadn't even given them anything tangible yet. All we had had was a couple group coaching calls. Part of what shifted things for them was them just joining the program. It up-leveled their self-concept and they started showing up differently. Just them knowing that they had invested in themselves and the journey that they were about to go on shifted their mindset and shifted their self-concept. And so when they showed up to market themselves, they were in such amazing energy that people responded to it because I had not delivered anything tangible to them at that point. No worksheets, no modules, no videos, no online portal, just a couple group coaching calls. Group, not one-on-one, group calls. Group calls. There was a couple of them that each got a one-on-one session with me, just one as a bonus. But other than that, everything was group. Part of it was just the up level of being in the room. And that was something that I learned is there's such an up level from being in the room. Get yourself at tables with high level, high vibe entrepreneurs that are on the same journey as you because it will up level your self-concept. So that's my 11 things that I learned on my way to 110K year and a $200,000 business. Well, over $200,000 now. If you want in, I'm inviting you to come inside Courageous Heartpreneur. The doors are always open. 
They never close, but there are two amazing bonuses for February. You're going to get that offer audit where I'm going to help you. I'm going to audit your offer and tell you how you can make it even more delicious. And then you're also going to get my six-figure masterclass workshop where I'm going to teach you my exact formula for how I've used free masterclasses to grow my audience and engage my audience and make six figures. I'm going to give you all that inside of um, Courageous Heartpreneur in February. So you need to get in there. It's 1997. It's a lifetime access. I'm in this with you for life. So I am going to drop the link to the Google Doc. It is in the show notes. Yes, again, it's a Google Doc. I'm going to sell it to you with no freaking website. Click on the Google Doc. It's got all the information and it also has the payment links. And if you are looking for a payment plan, there is a flex payment plan. There, If you need it, there is a payment plan. Both those links are on there. If you have any other questions... I will put my calendar also in the show notes. You can hop on my calendar. We'll hop on a 20-minute Zoom call. I can answer any questions that you have. Okay, if that Google Doc does not answer your questions, you can find you can um, get on my calendar and you and I personally will chat. Okay, this has been a long episode. You guys hung out with me for an hour. Thank you for your time. I love you and I will see you inside of Courageous Heartpreneur. Hey, before you hop off here, I wanted to let you know, if you head over to my website, you can actually use the code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N, at checkout, and you can get my business blueprint ebook for free. It's a guide to building an authentic business. If you head over to WhitneyBarbary.com, you can actually use code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N, at checkout and get my business blueprint ebook for free. All right. See you on the next episode.